Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of FinTech Fridays. Happy Friday, everybody. It is, uh, we are into July. It's hard to believe. Um, super excited about our, our guest today. Paul Harkins, uh, founder of Get Augie, is joining us. Paul, thanks for joining. Oh, thanks for having me, Brian. Um, I wish I was one of the original founders, but uh, certainly part of the founding team. So All right. close well, enough. It's my, I, I gave you, I gave some creative license around that. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of dig in and learn what you guys are doing at Get Augie. But before we do that, as you know, I always like to ask our guests uh, a question. And um, I, I love getting these uh, answers because they just range all over the place. And so, uh, Paul, before we get rolling, when you hear the term fintech, what does it mean to you, and how do how do you kind of think about that term in the context of of what you all are doing at Get Augie? You know, it's a funny question to ask, Brian, because you either have your consumer hat on or you have your uh, I'm a, in the fintech space hat on. Uh, for me, it simply means how do we use technology to enable financial transactions in a smoother way, right? That's what fintech for me is all about. And sadly, our industries, right, mortgage, financial technologies, banking. They are, and credit especially, is arcane. And it's, it's surprising to me that it, it's taken this long for folks, you know, like challenger banks and, and even folks like Robinhood to come in and just completely disrupt their aspects of financial technology. But that, that's really what it means to me. How do you use technology to make financial, financial aspects of life for consumers easier? Right. I love it. I love it. It's, uh, this is our 12th episode and, there's definitely a theme around the term, the way people think about it, but everyone has their own uh, kind of spin or twist on it. And I love, I love how you talk about um, using technology to make transactions easier, right? And um, let's let's dig right into what you guys are doing at Get Augie. You you guys saw a problem, and you saw the problem in the credit space. Probably best described where. Folks just haven't established credit, and and you've created a product to to help solve that. So maybe just start by talking a little bit about who Get Augie is, how 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 you guys came about, and and specifically the problems you're trying to solve. Yeah, Brian, thanks for that. I think you know what 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 the entire team is focused on is solving one very important problem, which is today the only way for you to be able to build credit is by going into debt. So by nature, credit is you start out for some young person or an immigrant and they say, okay, well, the first thing you have to do is get a secured credit card. And then you're paying interest rates and fees on those. Then you delve into a credit card. So now you have to go into debt to build credit with a credit card. And then, of course, you migrate into a car loan. And, of course, that's debt, right? And then when you're real lucky, you go to uh, a mortgage lender and you get a big mortgage, so you're into debt forever. Uh, what, what we look at is how do people, whether they're young or old, how do they build credit utilizing what's happening today in their life? So, for instance, uh, the subscription economy has exploded. Uh, people are no longer buying cars. They're, you know, they're renting cars, if you will, or taking car services. Uh, they, they don't buy mobile phones anymore. Uh, the U.S. is now following the rest of the world in the prepaid pay-as-you-go space. As, as opposed to contracts. And for people that have a bank account and only a bank account, they're using their debit cards for all these transactions, which are never seen, right? They're completely, completely invisible from the credit agencies. 
So, you know, we Augie looks at the market in two ways. One is when it comes to credit, one side of it is building credit. How do you build credit? And the other side is reporting credit. So how do mortgage lenders access what you've built? And today, uh, the reporting side is pretty arcane. It's there. It's been, it's been the same way forever. Uh, Experian Boost has started a, a, an interesting little concept at looking at some of your rental payments uh, on your bank statements. Uh, but that's flawed too. I mean, just because I pay $800 a month every month to a landlord doesn't mean my rent's not a thousand and I'm, you know, habitually paying him the wrong amount. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, there's, there's challenges there. And uh, I think you're going to see more and more of those challenges creating bigger headaches. We, we focus on then how do you build credit using your existing activities if you have no credit without going into debt? So Augie was created um, to do just that. So it looks at all of your monthly reoccurring bills, whether it's your rent or your utilities or uh, your subscription payments, uh, and combining them into one trade line that then can be reported. So you're not reporting a $10 payment because that's not going to move someone's credit who doesn't have any credit, right? Uh, but if you're paying three, $400 a month in all of these different trade lines, we want to lend you money to pay your bills. Right. So technically speaking, you go into debt to pay your bills. But if you have the money to pay your bills, you're really not in debt. Moreover, Augie's free. So there's no fees. There's no interest. There's no penalty. It is free to a consumer to use. There's no um, there's no maximum amount you can use it for every month. If you have the money to pay your bills, then you should be getting credit. So we approach the credit space along the lines of saying, wait a minute, someone is already demonstrating their desire and ability to pay a bill. It's just not being seen by the credit agencies. So how do we do that in the most effective way possible? And that's what Augie is. And by the way, the United States is not the only place uh, where this problem occurs, right? Um, Augie actually started in the UK. Uh, that's, where, that's where this whole idea germinated. Uh, sadly, the, the UK, uh, from a regulatory perspective, is probably going to take an awful lot longer to launch than, than the U.S. For, for the company. So uh, the first place we go live is here in the United States, and that's happening over the next two months. So you're not live yet. I know that. I'm on your waiting list. <laughs> um, so talk to me about what uh, – let's, let's kind of dissect this a little bit and, um, you know, kind of – not, I'm not going to ask you to give up any trade secrets or anything like that, but I think it's interesting for folks to understand this. I think that the problem is clear. I, I, I think people understand the problem statement. I think what you described in terms of how Augie helps a consumer um, take bills that they're already paying and, 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 and do those through your platform. But let's, let's talk about the, the building of the tech. Like, how did you guys go about starting to kind of stitch together um, the, the technology that's going to enable this? Um, and and how do you think about, you know, the, the consumer experience throughout that process? Great question. So the technology to do what we want to do already existed in many different places. This, this wasn't building a rocket to go to Mars. This was identifying where the tech is who the right partners are to partner with, which we've done, and then combining the technology in a very unique way. Of course, we had to build our own platform so a consumer could access that technology like they haven't been able to before. Um, but that 
wasn't necessarily the, the most challenging part. The challenging part for us was utilizing the technology in a way it wasn't meant to be utilized. So when you, when you look at credit card processes, for instance, when they create a debit card or a credit card, we're utilizing that as a payment card. So it's not really a normal usage for a consumer. So we had to convince our partners who are pretty big um, that what we're doing makes sense for a consumer because it's free, right? Yeah. And, it, and it helps them. Uh, so that was probably the, the biggest challenge that occurred was getting these large, you know, very, very dinosaur-like institutions to understand that, you know, you needed to be a little more nimble. And I think as a whole, most of them already are. A lot of these big companies are seeing this massive swath of change, and they're trying to join the change and enable the change. So for us, the challenge was more on the UI UX side. Uh, how do we get the technology that we need in the background, and then how do we make it super, super easy for the consumer? And quite honestly, Brian, that is the biggest challenge that we had to go through. And we, we've spent almost a year, um, the company has, trying to solve for that. Uh, and I think when it goes live, people are going to be blown away at how easy it is to use Doggy. And it's all, it's at its core, it's a mobile app, right? So this will be a mobile app that a consumer downloads, has access to. Exactly. At its core, it's a mobile app. And, you know, the more bills you pay with Augie, the quicker and better you build credit. Yeah. Period. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. So we don't envision consumers being on there all the time. Although, yes. you know, my background is in MarTech, right? Marketing technology uh, to some degree over the past 10 years, I've been dealing with marketing technologies at the mobile level. So we have a very robust plan in place where we want to help you pay your bills. So not only using Augie to pay them, but we actually want to give you money to pay them by interacting with the platform. You know, basically that's, um, that's really what it comes down to because the, the people with no credit need help in so many different ways right. because they're either underbanked, uh, they're, they're, they're ghosts. Sadly, they're a part of society that, that people like to take advantage of. Uh, so, you know, our goal really, our mantra is to enable anyone that needs it to be able to build credit off of the bills they pay today and also help them pay those bills. That's really what we're after. Uh, you know, if somebody pays a couple hundred dollars in bills every month, our goal is to eventually be able to give them opportunities to earn all of that and have no money coming out of their pocket and earn credit while they do it. So that's interesting. Um, I didn't see that one coming. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, this is one of those rare times where I get to talk to somebody before the product's kind of out there in the consumer's hands, right? So I, I'll, I'll preface my question by giving you the out. Uh, you don't have to answer it. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, curious, you know, how, how did, what does it look like for a consumer? Uh, how, how would they earn credits, if you will, or, or, or dollars through, through Augie to pay their bills? Well, right now uh, on our website, you can invite your friends, right? Because people that need this product have friends that need the product. Yeah. So you earn money by inviting friends when they sign up and use the product. So that's that's a basic, you know, yeah. a, a very basic friends, friends, friends. There's there's a lot yeah. of money to be made that way. Yeah. Uh, and we, we're going to reward you when you do invite someone that uses the product. But there's many other ways that are not, you know, affiliate marketing, which is what everybody uses. Um, and, you know, I have nothing against affiliate marketers, but at the same time, how is the offer for 2% off at Best Buy better than anywhere else, right? Everyone has the same offer in the affiliate right. space. 
Um, so what, what we're focused on doing is we're focused on bringing new money into the bill payment ecosystem that's not there today. And that's probably about as far as I can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grabbing it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, it's unlike anything that's out there, and it's unlike anything that I've ever seen. Uh, one company has it uh, that uh, I'm attached to right now. I'm, um, I'm still on the board and still active helping that company grow. Uh, so we're kind of licensing that technology from them, which is kind of interesting. So, Paul, you you have you, you talked about your experience in Martech, but prior to that, you you were in the mortgage space, right? You you owned and ran ran a, ran a mortgage company. You were deep into it, and yeah. I, I would imagine this this problem that that Augie is solving is not a new problem. It's kind of existed forever, um, and traditionally if if a loan officer originator or lender had a consumer come into their sales funnel who's not ready for all kinds of different reasons one of those being they they don't they, they don't exist in the credit world we would have we would have traditionally you know given them the advice to go get a secured credit card right something something that's secured to their to their uh, asset account um, so when you think about marketing your product um sounds like today it's a direct-to-consumer play is that fair to say it's not actually so uh what 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 we've built is we've built basically augie as a service so as a consumer you can easily sign up on the website and you know as we start to open up the invite list which is it's pretty big at this point um we will of course let a consumer sign up but our goal is to go through other entities that are looking for a financial wellness product for their consumers, that's free to use uh, yeah. for anyone. So we we believe that probably 70% of our uh, consumer acquisition is going to come through that method. Okay. Uh, again, it's quite unique having a free product, right? So if yeah. someone has a young consumer or an immigrant population, even nonprofits uh, that are trying to help these consumers, we plug in pretty well there. Yeah. And what's interesting is the problem that some someone has on a mortgage side so an originator specifically the problem that an originator has when someone comes in has not changed in 30 years right i mean how do you it's the same you're giving yeah. them the same advice um so we want to try and get these people as they're coming out of college uh and as they start their first job and and give them you know the requisite time between 21 22 and 26 28 that's a long period of time where we can build their credit using the bills they pay yeah um, we're also working with one of the uh, one of the card uh, agencies to create a new credit product utilizing our uh, our experience with the consumer. So you know, really, the, there's a great opportunity for what's going to come in the future, which is credit reporting disruption. Uh, yeah. People are you know gnawing at that, right? They're beating on the vault door trying to change that a little bit. And I think as we start to progress over the next two, three years, or at least Augie as a company does, uh, you're going to see a lot more utilization of alternate credit history that's yeah. trackable, obtainable, and verified. That's the key. Uh, you know, the nightmare scenario of someone paying $800 a month consistently getting credit for rent payment when their rent's 1000 you know, that, that's, that's a nightmare scenario for someone lending money off of that. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that how that uh, how that impacts credit going forward. Yeah, I just think about um, you. You kind of hit on getting to consumers early, right? So college age, 
kids, consumers, most of them, once they get out of the dorm, lives in some kind of uh, apartment or rental home or whatever. And oftentimes, you know, with roommates, they'll divide up the utilities, right? And so in, in that example, those kids aren't really building a, a credit history, a credit profile, but through your product, if they were to pay their uh, electricity bill or water bill, then, then they're, they're in effect uh, creating a credit line for that or a trade line for that, right? Correct. Even if they're not using a debit card for it. So if they're using ACH, we can still count it. Um, moreover, if you're using something like Venmo to pay your buddy who you live with uh, your portion of the rent, that's also going to be factored in. So, uh, you know, it's there's a lot of payments that occur between humans uh, yeah. for services that are never seen. And it's really it's it's really a problem that I see as a as a societal problem, because, you know, a lot of the people that that end up having no credit end up paying the most for credit products. Right. It's, again, it's counterintuitive to me. So, you know, it's just a matter of trying to change an industry without everyone in the industry getting upset. Yeah. So when you guys, when you think about kind of the go-to-market strategy, um, I don't know, I don't, you don't have to give me the, the exact numbers, but how many millions of consumers is, is in that addressable market for you guys? Well, in the United States, you have approximately 30 million consumers with no credit score. Um, and a total of about 60 million consumers that either have no credit score or they have ghost credit lines. So they've just petered off because maybe they paid something late. Um, that's just people that need a product like this immediately. But, you know, all U.S. consumers are paying subscription payments to somebody, right? Yeah. They're, and, and if you're not using your credit card, you're not getting any benefit for it. So right. the key for us was to come up with a free product, always free right? Doesn't cost anything to sign up, doesn't cost anything to use. Um, it's just free. And what that what that does is that gets a consumer who may think they marginally need a product like this using a product like this right? to help them build credit. Uh, so our go-to-market strategy is utilization of partners that find a need for a financial wellness product uh, to improve consumer credit. And of course, we'll do, you know, direct to consumer because uh, this is I've been asked, uh, and my team actually has been asked for interviews from publication so far, and we're trying to hold off on any of those until we actually have a product. Right. Because um, <laughs> I'm not a real, I'm not a real gonna guy. Um, you know, I, I, I don't really like to say we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a real, you know, this is what's in market, uh, and this is what the team has built, and this is, this is working. Yeah, and typically I would, uh, I'm on your, I'm on the same page. Um, I would be nervous to talk about something like this uh, with somebody like yourself, but I thought that the the concept is so cool. The the idea, um, clearly, you're far enough along in the product evolution. I think you guys are doing a lot of internal kind of user um, experience uh, validation as we speak. Um, I kind of I got turned on to to the uh, the the website probably. A month or a month and a half ago, and uh, I'm on the list. I'm on the now. I already have credit, so I don't know how it's going to impact me. But I'm really excited just to see the the user experience. You know, my my current um, life is spent in the you know consumer fintech space with with a mobile app product, and so we focus a lot of our energy on 
UI UX and just so I'm always looking at uh, cool different cool ways to engage consumers and get them to get them to work with your app and and in your case if you're uh, working with affiliates and other financial services providers the way I think about your product and, and this is for our mortgage originators that are that are watching the way I think about a product like like get Augie is this is another way another innovative way to to engage a consumer well up the sales funnel and in this case solve for a very important problem that that these consumers have and if if through their use of get Augie, they solve for this this invisible credit uh, that they have and a loan officer or lender is is made the 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 introduction there i think that's going to be memorable and beneficial for that relationship and may likely end up being that when that consumer becomes ready for a mortgage, they, they're going to come back to that originator. So um, I, I love the, uh, the innovative nature and, and clearly uh, there's a problem to be solved. And I think you guys are, are definitely onto something there. Well, thanks, Brian. And I remember from my mortgage days that the best mortgage originators are the ones who took a long-term view. Yeah. Uh, not ones that just wanted to write a loan today only. And this type of product is a long-term view. And it doesn't have to be five years. It could be, you know, a year depending upon your, your monthly usage. Um, but this is the type of product that the sooner consumers get to it, the more beneficial it will be for them. Right. And that's the key, right? That's the key is, you know, when you, when you have a, when you have middle-aged parents, um, and they have kids that are coming up. I have three boys that are between the age of uh, 19 and 25. Um, they they had the same struggle. My my oldest one just finally got a credit card at 25. Yeah. Um, their their problem was they never needed one, right? They were always piggybacking off of mine. Right. Um, <laughs> but it would be great because they all had bank accounts. They've had bank accounts since you know they were 18, 19 years old, uh, and debit cards. So why shouldn't they be able to? you know, use that debit card, so to speak, as a ramp yeah. to a product like ours. It can only help them. Yeah, it makes sense. So this has been awesome, Paul. I, I love that we're, uh, we're kind of sneak, sneak peeking uh, this product. What, when, when are you guys, when do you think you're going to be um, kind of going into your next phase in terms of uh, getting consumers uh, into the product? Great question. So we will we will finalize our internal testing this month, the month of July, and we will start touching on the invite list uh, by mid-August uh, with a planned rollout over the course of August, September in the United States. Uh, the UK should launch on or about October 1st, uh, and then our next target is Canada. Nice. And then uh, we didn't talk about this, but uh, if people want to check you out, what's, where's the best place to, to check out uh, Augie? Well, it's it's the website right now, which is really just a one-page website. So, but it has the the salient information, and that's uh, https augie.app. Um, you know, augie.app. That's that's the best way to do it. Uh, sign up for the uh, invite list. Yeah. Because uh, you definitely want to get on it, and uh, that's it. Awesome. So before we uh, before we wrap, so it's been great to uh, to chat with you and. This is a full disclosure to our audience. You and I had not met prior to uh, firing up this uh, this this podcast today. So um, 
share a little bit about, you know, yourself and, and kind of help people understand who the heck Paul Harkins is and, um, you know, how, how you got to this place. Well, thanks, Brian. I think my uh, my story is quite unique, actually, and uh, there's a book being written about it as we speak. Um, I grew up, uh, I would say, uh, quite poor, if you will, uh, last of six kids. Um, you know my brother, Patrick. Uh, we grew up uh, mainly outside of New York City, and I never went to uni. I just started companies uh, from the get, so I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Uh, so I love starting companies uh, and jumping on board of young companies. I serve on several boards, and what gets me really excited now at this stage of my life is disrupting industries that just take advantage of consumers. It's 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 absolutely my calling, and you know right now Augie is going after the credit industry. Uh, my next project I've already identified goes after a very scary legal side of the world, um, but there are a lot of industries out there that need disrupting, and we need more people looking at how they can do it, and not just looking at it from how do we make money. Yeah. It's how do we actually solve problems and help people? Love it. And, and you nailed it. It's, it's, uh, it's easy to find problems. No, it's not easy to find. Well, it's easy to find problems. It's not, it's very difficult to solve problems, but it's even more difficult to solve problems that, that are beneficial when you're solving them for the consumer. And it sounds like your mission is, is square in the, uh, in the space of helping consumers, right? Um, it, which is huge. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the Augie mission right now is, is very clear, is identifying a better way to accomplish inherently what a industry says you have to have, yeah. which is credit history, right? You can't do anything without credit history. So we can't disrupt the way credit history is reported and accessed by lenders yet, but we can disrupt how it is created. Uh, and then report it in the conventional sense. And that invariably, as long as your product is free, is going to help people. Yeah, I love it. Well, this has been great, Paul. Thank you so much for for joining and, and telling your story. I'm super excited to uh, to see the product come to market. I think uh, we definitely will, will bring you back on, you know, maybe later this year as, as you guys get some traction and start to, talk, you know, we'll start to be able to share kind of some of the metrics and stories behind the people you're able to help. Absolutely, Brian. Thanks so much. Thank you all for joining, and we'll see you next week on FinTech Fridays.